Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. What a, it's a glorious day. It's a glorious day. Isn't it a glorious day? This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. This morning, as I woke up, I was, as I was praying, the Lord gave me a scripture, and I thought we would start there. I, I believe we're going to get over. I've been kind of on a series that the Lord's led me on, and, it, and the series has been what uh, godliness. What does godliness look like? Godliness means godlikeness. And so we talked uh, a few months ago or a few weeks ago, we talked about God, God takes dominion. Godlikeness takes dominion. And so he is a God of order and not chaos. And so one of the ways that you walk like God and are like him is that you put things in order. You put things in and you take dominion in a given situation. Amen? And so we've talked about various things that what godliness looks like. And but this as I woke up this morning, the Lord quickened to me a scripture. And I encourage you, the most the number one way that the children of God, his people, should be led is by the unction of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And it will not take you away from the word or lead you in. Uh, contrary to the word, because the Holy Spirit is holy. Amen? And so, but we want to make sure that we yield to the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we can grieve the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we see things that grieve the Holy Spirit. We're picking up something that's grieving the Holy Spirit, and we're to pray it through, right? And, but the Holy Spirit is holy, and he and he's the one that should lead you. So this morning, when he quickened this passage to me, I didn't just, just read that word, but I read around that word. And then I said, okay, Lord, I think you're calling me to fast. Amen? And so I, you, you sent me to Isaiah uh, 58, and I'm reading Isaiah 58, and, I, and, and this is the way that you... These things are not going to come out except by prayer and fasting, okay? And I'm not telling you to do a 40-day fast. If you've never fasted before in your life, you might just want to fast TV. Fast, that would be a big fast for you or, or something. But fast means to close your mouth, and I'm not even going to teach on the fullness of fasting. I'm just touching on this because we're going to believe we're going to get over to another subject here this morning. Hallelujah. But let's go over to Isaiah 58 because he's called us as his people to take dominion, to put things in order, to restore, to rebuild. And in Isaiah 58, he talks about the fast that he's chosen. And part of the fast is that you don't point the finger at other people. I'm not going to go through all of Isaiah. It's right there for you to read and you to look at and you to examine your heart in. Amen? But he says the fast that he's chosen is not for you to be pointing the finger, but that you look within, right? And that you let God examine your heart in, in your manner and not that you, would, that you don't fast for strife or debate. Amen. In other words, you don't fast to get your way. To change God's mind, you fast to get aligned with what God's will is in a particular situation. And so as he quickened Isaiah 50, and maybe you haven't fasted in a long time. And maybe you've been waiting for a breakthrough in a particular area. But these are spiritual weapons that we have. And as believers, you should be able, you can use these weapons if you are at a standstill. If that mountain is not moving, if something is, you, you, make, an, you make a decision that I am going to sow to the Spirit. Now, who of you doesn't like to eat? Who doesn't like to eat here? I, I like to eat. I like food. I like everything, okay? And so, but maybe you're one of those that you don't care. I have one of my sons. He's, he has to make himself eat, you know. <laughs> he was always like that. He was always more busy than eating. And I could always be eating and busy. <laughs> so, but, but for so some of you maybe think you don't, you, you don't mind. You don't care about food. You don't care about eating. But I like to eat. And so, um, but he wants, it's, it's a, a denial of the flesh. And what you're going to do is I'm going to put away something 
And so determine today to sanctify a fast. If there's an issue in your life, something that you're getting ready to go into, why don't you go ahead and mark it as holy, separate it out, and sanctify and set it aside a time of prayer and fasting concerning it. So let's, did you find Isaiah 58? Let's just, let's just read the end of this because this is what he, because we are believing for change in America. We are, we are not just, we are expecting God to change America. We have been praying and we are now, in, we are in expectation. Hallelujah. There are thousands and hundreds of millions of people praying on at the Capitol on Saturday. I was praying on my phone with a lot of them. Hallelujah. It was great. It was a powerful day. Hallelujah. And you can be turned off and say, I'm not going to join up with them. How many times have in our in our lives have people sanctified before election and humbled themselves and been on the, the, the borders of America and you say, oh, I don't like the public, the party they represent, or I don't like whatever, and you are so prideful. How dare you? Don't you got to humble yourself and pray and turn from your wicked ways and he will hear from heaven. And that means our ways of how we want to do it or how it's going to be done. How, that somebody else would do it for us. Maybe we're, we're to be on the second seat. Maybe we're to be in the back row this time and not on the front. Hallelujah. Will you humble yourself and pray? And so, so we are at the end, happened to be our anniversary day. That they had sanctified this prayer, day of prayer, two men of God. Hallelujah. And, and this is always a day of celebration for us anyway. And so I was praying with, you know, just, it was so the Holy Spirit that I was able to pray that day along with a lot of other people. Maybe you were able to join for part of it. It was so awesome to see the body of Christ. Because all of us come from different streams and different things, and we like we like it this way, and we want, and it was so awesome to listen and hear, and I learned some things. Yeah. I learned as I heard these different people pray. I learned some things, yeah. amen, yeah. Yeah. about about how the, how they're seeing it through their lens and how they were praying. Because we're just we are only responsible. We can only do our part. Hallelujah. And there's a lot of people. There are more than 7,000 that have not bowed their knee to Baal in this nation. Amen. Hallelujah. And all he needs is a seed. And if God had not left us a seed, we would be like Sodom and Gomorrah. But as I look at the people praying, there's a seed in this nation. There's a seed of people praying. There's a seed, a righteous seed. They're not Republican, Democrat, black or white. They might be purple. They might be independent. They might be whatever. They might not even vote forever. But, but there is a seed. Hallelujah. And because there's a seed of righteousness on the inside of us, hallelujah, God is hearing and he is answering and he is reviving America. Hallelujah. And it's not about a politician and it's not about a politi uh, political party. It is about the righteousness of God. It's about his righteous kingdom coming in to position take it it's always been raining but it is raining not just in heaven on this in this realm in our nation so i'm i'm expecting i am it's during the feast of trumpets which is a i've never really studied a much on the feasts but we always, this, this is our anniversary, so we've always thought of this as the brand new year. And lo and behold, it is the new year. Amen? So there's a lot of things that are happening in other, in other faiths that are kind of come, coming into alignment. And, and, so, and so we don't, I don't, I don't uh, proclaim to know any, uh, any of that stuff. I've got to stay in my lane. I know Jesus. And I know when he says, I want you to proclaim a fast, I'm going to obey him. Amen? So we just had our celebration of our anniversary. We had our children with us and watched our wedding video. And, and, and we had never done that with our children. 
And so we sat down and watched that yesterday and, and reminisced on the faithfulness of God and the joy that we had on that day. And we have, we have not stopped having it. And I want you to know there are marriages that still are full of joy, that get better and better like Jesus. Amen. And, uh, and as we looked at that day of joy of, and expectation, I didn't know when we were celebrating that yesterday that he'd wake me up this morning and say, I want you to fast the next three days. But he has something in mind. I've never tried to set fast 40 days. I've done, I don't know, 7, 10. We've done 30 days of Daniel fast, you know. But if you, but if you are looking for a breakthrough and, you, and there's a mountain that just doesn't seem to be moving, Maybe it's in a relationship. Maybe it's in your marriage. Maybe it's in uh, a business situation. Maybe it's in your family situation. Maybe it's in an area of health. You're healed, but your, your strength is not returning. Well, sanctify a fast. Declare a fast. And, there's, and I have a whole guideline sheet on how you do a fast based on Isaiah 58. And I'd be happy to give that to you if you'd like it. I'll be happy to copy it, text it to you so you can. And it's all scriptural. But this is just, it's a little guideline that I use. I go through when I, and I'll be going through it. I know, want you to know, I'll be going through it because I like to remind myself when I go through a fast, why I'm doing it, what I, that I want to read the word about it. Amen. And it says here in Isaiah 58, as we do these things at the end of Isaiah 58, he says, and if you do this, let's start with verse 10. If you draw out your soul to the hungry and you satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall your light rise in obscurity and thy darkness will be now as the noonday. So you get wisdom and understanding and knowledge in your fast. So you want to put an expectation. You can take Isaiah 58 like I did when I broke it down. And have an expectation. God's going to do this. So when we fast, we're fasting in faith and in expectation. God's going to answer us. But be clear. What you're asking at the beginning of that fast, what you are wanting, what personally you are desiring to come away with, so you know what it is that, you know, what you're, so you can measure that you got the answer. He wants you to know he'll give you the answer. Amen. But whatever you vow, if it's just going to, I'm going to fast this meal. Okay. Whatever you vow in your fast, whatever vow that is, I'm going to fast for three days. You fast for three days. Don't, you, you might get your answer in two days, but you continue because you vow a vow. You complete the fast for three days. Amen. And so whatever you vow, you want to fulfill your vow. So don't, but so consider before you make that commitment of that fast, what you establish the boundaries. See, like I said, God likeness sets boundaries. God likeness fulfills goals. God likeness says they're going to do something and fulfills it. I tell you, there's so many people, oh yeah, I'll be there Sunday. I'll be there. And then um, I got a headache. Oh, I, I, you know, it was raining. Oh, I, 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 something came up. Oh, what, I tell you, God hears that. You think he doesn't know that you, you commit with your mouth? And then you want, what, you want your words to matter when you can't even fulfill a simple thing that you say to do? Better not to make a commitment. Better not to say I'll do it. Better to not say anything than to make commitments and be a liar, and be one that we never know whether you're going to be there, you're going to fulfill it, or you're going to be a man or a woman of your word. See, God, what would happen? We wouldn't be here if God spoke and things didn't, it, a change didn't happen when he spoke. But it should be like that with us when we say something, when we commit to something, unless, you know, and I get it. There's a lot of people that try to manipulate manipulate you in that you have to do this, you have, but you know us, we've never been like that, but we have been, done you a disservice by making you think it is just any old way, you can do any old time, you can show up any old, because God is not that way at all. 
because you want him to respond to you in a certain time. You respond to him when he says you do that. Amen. Hallelujah. A little scolding here, a little. We got, you know, God has, he's, he chastises those, his sons in whom he delights. He corrects us. He corrects me. Hallelujah. I, I, I'm thankful when he does that. Amen. And so this isn't to give you condemnation, but this is, if you say you're going to do something, follow through and do it. Be, be honest before people or just don't make a commitment. You know, just don't respond. And I know there's a lot of pressure on people with text messages and stuff. And you don't have to respond to the text message. And you don't have to be at their beck and call just because they text message you. You don't have to respond. You don't have to answer that call. You don't have to respond to some nasty text they sent you. Just want you to know in case you forgot about that. You don't have to respond. You don't have to have the last word. You can just ignore it. You can press delete. Hallelujah. You don't have to be part of that group text. You can delete it. Hallelujah. So just you're free. Amen. You're free. But if you do commit, fulfill your commitment. Amen. If you're going to set your fast, I'm going to fast dinner this all, all week. I'm going to fast dinner. Commit and do it. Hallelujah. And, and wait and see what God will do for you. So it says, and the Lord says that you, you'll, get, you'll get light in the darkness. So you'll get wisdom. Amen. In 11, it says, the Lord will guide you continually. And he will even satisfy your soul in drought. And he will make fat your bones. Now, if you've had brittleness in your bones, this is a blessing. This is, this is a healing word today. That you can receive your healing from a fast. You can receive, as you draw from him, you can receive healing. That your bones would not be brittle, but they would be, they would be um, softened and fat. They want, you want your bones to be fat, not brittle bones, right? Right? It says that you will be like a watered garden and a spring of water whose waters fail not. And they that shall be of you, amen, those that are around you, those seed that you uh, cultivate, amen, they will be of thee. They will build up waste places, amen. They will raise up the foundation of many generations. That's what we desire, that Christ would be forming you and that you would teach and lead others, that they would, too, allow Christ to be formed in them. That is the seed. That's the seed we are planting. That's the seed we're desiring to see. And when you are his people and when you are like God, these are the things you do. You build up waste places. Amen. You raise up the foundations of past generations, the foundations of truth, integrity. Amen. Hallelujah. The, the, the truth of God's word. You raise those up. You elevate them from the rubble. Right. And also you shall be called. You will be called something. You will be called a repairer of the breach. You will not be one that causes, stirs up strife and division. That's, that tells everybody's dirty laundry. You are not that. Those are the, you're, the people that are coming from our seed. Hallelujah. These are the things that they do. Hey, I mean, this is what I'm expecting you to do. This is what the, your seed, this is what the oak tree was called to do. Amen. And you will be called the repairer of breach. You will stand in the gap. You will be intercessors. And you will be the restorer of paths to dwell in. You will restore, not break up paths. Not, you will clear out the rubble. And you will make a path so that people can get to the Lord easily. You will not put more and more stuff on them. But you will clear out the path so that it's easy to receive Jesus. It was so awesome. Uh, one of the sisters here was telling about she was in the parking lot of the Dollar Tree yesterday. And she's going to her car and the lady said, can I, can I speak to you for a minute? Can I ask you a question? And she said, sure. She said, uh, Does G do you know Jesus loves you? And she said, yes, I know Jesus loves you, loves me. And she, and she responded back, do you know Jesus loves you? <laughs> and so they had this little, little uh, divine encounter. And sometimes, you know, Jesus, you don't know that Jesus loves you. 
Amen? Even though you're telling everybody that Jesus loves them, you've forgotten that he loves you. He loves you. You're so busy praying that you forgot to pray for yourself and know that Jesus wants, he loves you with an everlasting bukus, bukus of love he has for you. Amen? And you're trying to help all these other people. And God says, but I'm here. I am your Savior and your Redeemer. I'm here to help you out. I'm here to show you the way out. Amen? Hallelujah. He's for us today. We sang that song. He is before you, behind you, side to side. Amen? Inside of you today. And you will be the restorer of paths to dwell in. If you will turn your foot from the Sabbath, in other words, for doing your own pleasure and not regarding God's day. And, you know, some people honor him on Saturday. Some people honor him on Sunday. But you want to set aside because it was in the Ten Commandments. Amen. And we didn't do away with the Ten Commandments with the New Covenant. Come on. It's just better covenant with better promises. Amen. And he says to honor the Lord on the Sabbath, to honor the Lord's day. Now, we as, as born-again believers believe that we celebrate it on Sunday, and we call it the Lord's day instead of the Sabbath, right? But you, in your heart, you want to sanctify a day for the Lord. This is what godliness does. This is not because somebody tells you you have to be in a service it's on Sunday at 8, it's because it's in your heart to carve out a day for him, to carve out a time for him, to carve out his place, amen, to carve out, a, make room for him in your life, amen? And this, this, is, this, is, this is proof that you're his. This is, the, this is proof that you belong to him. Well, how would it be if I said to Kevin, I love you, but I'm not going to see you. You know, I love you. We made covenant. We said our I do's, but I'm not going to ever communicate with you or have time with you or be intimate with you or celebrate date night. You know, that's our, we have our, we have our date night. We have date days now. Hallelujah. <laughs> so it's different now. <clears throat> but if you never do that, do you really honor that relationship? Do you really? And see, you're, you're saying more in it that this is how we restore the desolation of former generations because maybe your parent and your parents before you, they didn't go to church. See, I knew, even though my parents didn't really go to church, as a child, I knew I needed to be in church. I didn't care what church it was. I didn't care if it was Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian, Catholic, I just knew I needed to be where Jesus was. Hallelujah. And you should, there should be something in you that draws you to be in the presence with other believers. This is something that, that God puts, the, there's, a, there's a draw to be in fellowship with believers. And if it's not there, something's cold, something's lukewarm. Something isn't quite right. You're not red hot or on fire. And you're the one that has to go towards Jesus. He's already, he's not left the building. He's been right where you left him. Amen. Because it wasn't him that left you. It was you that left him. Amen. So what is it that you desire? Maybe you're fasting today because you've been have you have hardness of heart. Maybe there's some things that just kicked you, just some things that just just so did a work. But we learned and we spoke about this last week. And you can go back to the message from Hebrews. Only Jesus can go back into eternity and back into time and make it as if that didn't happen. Because he is above time. Amen? He is in eternity. And because Jesus is in eternity and our Savior, and we call upon him, he is the one that can go in, back into that situation that tried to take you out, that the devil has made you elevate above all the deliverances that God has wrought for you. And he's able to change it 
and he's able to take the sting away and to take what, what the devil used as a doorway of, of, of hopelessness. He's able to change that for you this morning. If you will believe, it promises us in Hebrews that he is able to save us to the uttermost. That means drug addiction. That means sexual addiction and perversion. That means I, I can't even go through the amount of, the amount of, 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 of uh, harlotry, uh, 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 suicidal thoughts. Well, I don't know all the depths of, of, of hell. I, I really, but God, I want you to know that we serve a risen Savior today. We serve a risen, he's not dead, he's alive, amen? He's alive and he's ever living, no matter where we put death around us, no matter what pit we get went to, there's always hope, there's always hope, amen? And he says, I will make that, that valley of Achor a doorway. I will take, if you will call upon me, I will take that door, that troubling, that time that you resisted those authorities, the time that you, because that was what happened in the Valley of Achor. They, they rejected the authority of Moses. And they, he took out many people. But, you know, even in a situation where you rejected authority, you rejected situation, you should have received the, that man of God or you shouldn't have spoken against that man or woman of God. You rejected. He says, even in those situations, he says, I can take that doorway, that day, that doorway, I can take that valley of Achor, at that valley where you were a horror, that valley that you were in whoredom, that valley that you didn't want to, the flesh didn't want to come under because you like that, you like this. And that's what it's all about. It's about the flesh. That's why fasting, it, it helps you to put aside the flesh. He will take that valley of Achor and turn it into a doorway of hope. I know. He did it for me. He still does it for me. There's still traps and snares that are, are, made, are laid up for me. But when you call on Jesus, oh, I tell you, I, I, I have never, I never have gotten what I deserved because I deserved hell. But I called on Jesus and he delivered me. And he set my feet on high places. And he took this lame woman, this one that has crooked feet, crooked ways, <laughs> oh, glory to God. And as I looked to him, he conformed me, and he's still conforming me and helping me to walk. He's leading me up higher. He's leading you up higher. I don't care what mess you're in. I don't care how many times you, you've said you, you've repented and you went back. I don't care. Today is the day of salvation. Today is a new day to cross the line in the sand. I will say I finally learned. There were some things that I kept repeating. There were some, I kept getting on the road to sin, so I had to change the road because I kept going on the road, drinking and alcohol. That was a wrong road for me. When I drank, my, I, was, my, and I, I would do things that I wouldn't normally do. And so when God spoke to us to do it, and it was after we were married, but when God spoke to us, I thank God that he met us in that. He still, we got married and, and he met us in, and things happened, but there, and there was a process. But I realized there were some roads to sin that I needed to get off of. Every time I did this, it ended there. Hallelujah. So I had to, I had to make a decision. I do one, two, three, boom. <laughs> I'm not going to do one, two, three, boom anymore. I don't want the boom. You know, I want something different. So I made a decision. I said, Lord, help me. Show me. And he did. Amen. And then the most wonderful thing is that he made me a new creation. <laughs> and he made it as if it never happened. And it's so supernatural that God does that with us. That he does it today. 
drugs. I'm tired of the, the life I'm leading. I need, there's got to be something more. Help me, and he did. Amen? So I know, just like when I'm crying out the other day for another area of deliverance, he met me there. See, there's many deliverances that he brought for us. There's many more places that he wants to go. Amen? Hallelujah. And there's another new day and a new moment for you this morning. Amen? Don't let the devil try to tell you, food too far gone, you've said it too many times. He is a liar. That's his job. He's the father of lies. There's no truth in him. You can never, you don't talk to devils. You take authority over devils and you tell them to go in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. But sometimes you entertain. If you let them, they will take you out. <laughs> they will. If, they're, if they're, they're saying things that are not lined up with the word of God, say, devil, you're under my feet. I believe I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I have been redeemed through the blood of the lamb. I, I have my, my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And you you tell you tell the devil to go in the name of Jesus and you call in your peace. And you call in the Holy Spirit to comfort and to help you. He will. I know it. He will. He does. And he will do tomorrow. Amen. Hallelujah. There might be, there's going to be a day, it says in the Bible, that all of Israel will be saved. Even though they rejected him, they will see him, and all at once they will be saved. We don't understand how he can do that. Is that just the people that are Israel in, in the earth? Or is it the, all of Israel, those that have already gone on to, per, to uh, Abraham's bosom? I don't know. Those are things, those are revelatory things that we, we, we read them, but, but only the Lord knows. There's things that are in his domain. But we know that the, that is true, even though we don't know when that day is, that Israel will be saved in a day. How is he going to do it? It is going to be exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. Amen? Hallelujah. He is doing a thing in this hour that if he told you or I, we wouldn't believe him. Hallelujah. And he has chosen and called you to the kingdom for such a time as this to reach a people to be the delivering to be the seed which is where we're going hallelujah because if, if the Lord had not left us a seed we would be like Sodom and Gomorrah but he has left us a seed which Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed folks but he has left us a seed Jesus Christ on the inside of us of righteousness here. Hallelujah. And we are possessing. Amen. We are not going back. We are possessing. Hallelujah. And it says, and they that shall be of thee will build up the old waste places, raise up the foundation of many generations. They'll be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths to dwell in. If you will turn away, your foot away from the Sabbath, from just doing your own pleasure, and not regard my, you're not regarding my holy day, but start to call it a holy day. Start to declare it as holy. There is a seed in honoring the Lord on the Sabbath, on this holy day, uh, What uh, that you honor it, that you honor it, and that you call it a, an honorable day. Amen? And it says, and if you do that and, and honor him, not doing your own way or finding your own pleasure, nor saying whatever you want to say, yeah. You will delight yourself in the Lord. And he says, I will cause you. Because you, there's a promise right here. If you will honor him on the Lord's day, if you will honor a day for him, he had says, I'm not going to just, I'm not just going to bless you. He says, but I am going to delight myself. If you delight yourself, he says, I'm going to make you ride upon the high places of the earth. And I will feed you with the heritage of Jacob, your father. And this is what the mouth of the Lord has spoken. He says this about you. Amen. So there's a promise. There is a, there's a, a promise that God. Now God is not like us. He's not like a man. 
When he says something, it is set, fixed, never going to change. Amen? And so if he says it's this way, and if you do this, then you get this. Amen? But if you don't, you don't get it. Amen? And so he's not a man that he would lie, or the son of God that he would repent. If he says he's... He said, this is what you're going to get. You're going to, so if you're looking at why, these are some things that I'm not honoring the Lord's day. I don't sanctify a day a week for the Lord. I don't go to church. I don't get with fellowship of believers. I don't honor any day. Oh, yes, every day is the Lord's. But no, that's the Ten Commandments said you need to honor the Sabbath. Amen. Honor a day as unto the Lord. Even God Set it in order because man, the Sabbath was made for man, okay? It was made because we need to rest. We need to not rest just to go out on the boat. We need to con contemplate his goodness, his faithfulness, his direction. Amen? Amen. That's why we have it. That's why we nap. We are nappers. How's we nap on Sunday. We don't do a lot of things. Yesterday we celebrated with our children, you know, and they made some hamburgers and we had that. And, and then, but next week we'll, we took our, we always have our nap. We, have, we rest. We enter into the rest. God speaks to us a lot on, on, we cause ourselves to honor and to enter into the rest of the Lord's day. And he has a blessing attached with it. So he doesn't even ask you to do that. He doesn't. Anytime he asks you to do something, it's so he can get a blessing to you, not to ever take anything from you. I tell you, if you start to institute a day a week that you're going to sanctify and honor him, you will find you will be able to do six much more in the rest of your week than you could ever do. People don't have, know how we do what we do. How we do what we do is that we honor the Lord's day. We, we, we pray. We fast. We do the things that we know to do. And God multiplies. We give the tithe. We give the tithe of all. We don't just give the tithe. <laughs> Abraham gave tithes of all. We want to be involved and God to be involved in everything. We're not trying to get out of this covenant. I'm not trying to get out of my covenant with Kevin. I'm not trying to get out of my covenant with God. Come on. It's a great covenant I have. It's a great thing. I want to know more about it. I want to get into it. Amen? And I've been married for 28 years, and I'm still finding out more wonderful things about my husband. And, and, and it's, it's so awesome just to... The wisdom, as he's, he's always had wisdom since we married, but I mean, just how the word has matured so, oh, it's just, because we, we're word people, we meditate the word, and, and I know when he's speaking and he's out, and I'm like, what, well, what's the Lord saying? He's just like meditating one word or one, and then he'll bring out the treasures and lay it all out and from Genesis to Revelation. And I'm like, well, let me just take one word and I'm going to, you know, but, but God, it's, I'm so grateful to be able to sit under the ministry that Pastor Kevin has. I, I honor not just as my head, but the position of him as my pastor. I honor that. I value that. Thank you, Lord. And, 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 but there's things that you're, you're wondering why some things aren't right. It's about honor. It's about honor of the Lord, honor of his house. And you, you, you're free in the spirit, but, but God, when you approach God, there is a protocol. He even says in Psalms 100, you enter into his courts with praise and thanksgiving. Give you thanks. Hallelujah. There's a protocol to entering into his presence. Amen? And so you want to enter into his presence this morning in your home. Start to praise him at, at your home. Start to set, change the atmosphere. Start to make room for the anointing. That's what we've all, that's what we've done since I was, before I was married to Kevin. I made room for the, I, I had Monday night Bible study at our, and, and we were all, you know, that we were singles, we called it Fat Girls Bible Study. Mm -hmm. But I knew I just, in my home, I needed to make a place for him. Hallelujah. And we were all just, you know, reading. It was very simple. But God met us because there was a seed. Unless he had left us a seed. But each of us have seed. You have seed. Amen.
and the ground. There is seed that you can cultivate and you can turn into another harvest. Amen? Glory to God. Let me give you this. In Isaiah 1, 9, it talks about this. Romans 9, 29 talks about it. And Isaiah 6 talks about it. Amen? So Isaiah 1, 9 says, hallelujah. Always want to point you to the word. It says, and the daughter of Zion, and it's talking about what's happening to the daughter of Zion. They're left. They look like everything's fallen apart. But the word of the Lord is this, except the Lord, the captain of the Lord of hosts, had left us a small remnant or a seed. He doesn't need a lot. He just needs a small remnant. It might be a family. Hallelujah. That you say, this is who we are. We are excellent people. We are, we are in Christ Jesus. We are lovers of God. Amen. We enlarge our capacity to reach people. We are, uh, we are redeemed. Hallelujah. We're redeemed from the pit. How we are, and we are um, spirit-led people. Hallelujah. Amen. If you caught that, uh, folks, I just went through some adjectives for over one family's name. Amen. Hallelujah. Because we are around a great family. Hallelujah. But sometimes you lose your identity because nobody says this is what we stand for. If you don't sound a clear sound, people don't know where to go to battle. And so you want to sound, this is our standard. We, as the house, we are a holy people. We, this is a highway, Isaiah 35, of holiness. We're not like everybody else. We are called a holy and, a, and a set apart people. And he says that he wants a highway there. Hallelujah, we are on gun highway. But he says, I want you to choose the highway in me. Amen, hallelujah. And so that's the beginning of, of what we, when we explain the howl name, that's what our one first word, first letter of howl, we're, we're holy. Amen. So what are you today? What is your standard? Do you set yourself? Because God wants you to reproduce you. But what are you reproducing? Are you a mustard seed? Are you an oak tree? Hallelujah. Are you something that's just a weed that needs to be plucked up and thrown in the fire? I mean, the weeds, they grow up really quick. But they're all going to be burned one day. Amen. And only those that are in the wheat are going to be kept. And so here in Isaiah uh, uh, 1, 6, it says, or 1, uh, 9, says, except the Lord of hosts had left us a very small remnant, we would have been as Sodom and Gomorrah, and we would have been like Gomorrah. Amen. And then let's go over to Romans 9. Where is the parallel? There's always a match. I want you to know there's always a match. Every Every word has its match. Every word has its fulfillment. Not just, not just a parallel, but there's a fulfillment because every word of God will never returns back to him empty. It always is performing. It's always going forth. Whether you see it, whether you recognize it, it is producing. Your part is when you release a prayer of faith is not to dig up your prayer, not to dig up your healing with words I'm not healed or whatever it is that you might dig up what you just spoke, what you just declared. You've got to make sure you send that or your servant faith doesn't know what to do. Wait a minute. I come back. She said I, she's, I'm going to get the healing. Wait a minute. She says I'm not here. No, no, no. You know, you think, of, you know, think of a servant. You tell to go do something. Wait a minute. No, I need you. No, no. I thought, no, no. Come back here. No, no, no. Yeah, I want you to go get me this. No, no, but I want you. Let your servant faith go bring that healing. Go bring that husband. Go whatever it is. Stop Stop calling them back to do something else when you release them to do. And, and we do have more than just one servant. We have those angels that are all ministering spirits set on behalf, right, of us as heirs of salvation. So in Romans 9, verse 29, it says here, the same similar verse, it says, it says in, in verse 27, And Elijah also cried concerning Israel, Though the numbers of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, a remnant shall be saved. 
For he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness, because a short work will the Lord do upon the earth. And Elijah said before, except the Lord of the Sabbath had left us a seed, the captain of the Lord of hosts, we would have been like Sodom, and we would have been like Gomorrah. What shall we then say, that the Gentiles which followed not after righteousness have attained to righteousness, even the righteousness which is of faith? And Israel which followed after the laws have not attained to the law of righteousness? Wherefore, because they sought it not by faith. When we do the when we do the honor of the Sabbath, when we when we uh, fast, when we do we do it in faith, yeah. not in the works of the law, or in over over compulsion, but we do it as being led by the Spirit. Amen. You honor the Lord because you want. I want to. I want to celebrate when we, Pastor Kevin and I first got married. Um, I it was um, his birthday. We got married in September, so his birthday came up. And I did a surprise party. Well, I didn't realize that he does not like surprises. Because I love surprises. I love things. You know, I love things. Like, he doesn't like surprises. And so I surprised him for his first birthday. And I realized he didn't care for it, but I didn't know. But it took me a while for me to realize to love him, I had to do my celebration of him in a way that he really received it. Amen? Because I was yielding. I love to celebrate. I wanted to honor him. Amen? But there was a way that he would receive. So now when he turns 70, I believe he received the blessing of his 70th celebration with his family. It was all, it was very simple. It was, he doesn't, he Anyway, thank you, God. Amen. But that's the way you want to celebrate the Lord. You want to do something for him. You want to be in his house. You want to show your love because you love him. Amen. Hallelujah. That's, that's what you want to do. As if you have a relationship, this isn't religion. Religion is form and rules and, and without relationship. But we have a relationship with the Lord. Amen. We want to know his heart. We want to lean and, and get a new direction. Amen. And not just keep going our own way. When he says, no, we need to go this way. Amen. But if you are so dogmatic about form, and here I'm talking today, there is, there is joy and there is in fellowship in doing these things without religion. Amen? It's about a love relationship. But we should fast. We should pray. We should honor the Lord's house. We should tithe. We should, we do these not out of religion, but we do them in faith, knowing that God has something on the other side of obedience. Amen? And though we don't see the other side, like I was saying earlier, I love Pastor Kevin talks about when you take that tithe, it's so powerful. When you present the tithe, I want you this will set you free this morning. Those of you that are in situations where you don't, you know, whatever's going on, you you know, you never know. You know, there's just a lot of nonsense going on in different places. But when you come and you present your tithe to the Lord, it's unto the Lord, and you present it, amen, it goes into eternity. And it is kept in eternity. You have established a spiritual force. You have established, as Pastor Kevin, a cord in heaven. Amen? When you bring the tithes and you present them, they are not to, the, the people receive them as unto the Lord, but it is to the Lord that you have brought that tithe. Amen? And God is faithful. Amen? And so when you bring that tithe, you can trust. That God is watching over it, and he will do what he promises in Isaiah over the tithe. And I'm sorry, in Malachi over the tithe for you. Do you don't you don't have to look at man? It doesn't matter. Men, men, they have their flesh, just like me. We're, we're flesh. There's only one Jesus. Amen. And he still watches over the offering plate. 
He's still watching over what you're giving. He's still watching over more than what you actually people see. He's watching over the heart of giving. And if you don't have seed to sow, you still sow. You find how you can give. You give in prayer. You determine, I'm a sower. Because he promises that he will minister seed to the sower. Yes. And we, we held on to that scripture when we had no cash, when we didn't know what we could sow, when we didn't know how we could, how we could give. We had to figure out how we could give, how we could still stay in God's economy. And I really, we had no, I, we, had, we were counting our pennies, counting our change. I mean, really, we, we had no credit cards. We had, and, and yes, we have a, a big piece of property, but something has to pay for the electric. Somebody has to, you know, and it didn't come through the tithes of offering. It came through us tithing unto the Lord. It came to him being the Lord of the Sabbath and providing protection and helping us and answering us and giving us and making a way. There are people that work for us that never were touched, never were touched. Their income never changed. Our income didn't, our income, their income never changed. But see, we have a seed that they don't have a sow, that they never sowed. We have a seed that they never, that, that we, we sowed of ourselves, of our, our time. Of our, we have a seed, and he's watching over your seed. And he's faithful. He's watching over your time. He's watching over those things. But if you don't sow the seed, you don't have a harvest. The harvest that you have is from the seed that you sow. And he will bring, and he will multiply. Sometimes it's a different city. Sometimes it's a different place. You'll see that harvest come up. But, sh but God is not mocked. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever you sow, that shall you reap. He that sows to the flesh shall reap of the flesh. They that sow to the spirit or reap of the Spirit. So we're talking about fasting this morning. Holy Spirit, get over it. Today, I need to get, I need to break my lust for things. Come on. What are the things that, that, that God hates? Uh, pride of life, lust for, those are the things that, that fell um, Adam. You know, there's there, the, the things that were tempted Jesus. The pride of life. Um, the, the temptation of money. There's the three, three, there are three things that, that God, the pride of life, being proud for yourself. What is that area of flesh that this fast may need to deal with? Amen? Maybe that's what you want to earmark. I just, I can't get enough. I get a pocketbook, but I can't. got to have another pocketbook. I gotta have another pair of shoes. I gotta have more makeup. I've gotta have another treatment done. I've gotta have this line gotten rid of. I've gotta have my. It's. I've gotta have another tattoo. I gotta have. I mean, people get addicted. They get on. I've gotta have something else that says I'm worth something. I've gotta. I've gotta mark myself outwardly. But God is looking for you to mark yourself inwardly this morning. For the Lord, things that you do in secret, pray in secret. Doesn't matter that you're praying with other people. If you don't pray by yourself, if you're not with him here in his heart, amen? Hallelujah. God is faithful this morning. Begin today. Separate yourself. Mark yourself. He's, there's a sanctification process in the believer. We are called to sanctify, to set ourselves. We are his portion. Do you know that? He's our portion. But we are his portion. We're his peculiar people. He wants a spotless bride. And those that are his people, though you don't look like the rest, rejoice because the bride is preparing herself. Don't look at the world. Don't look at the church world. He is coming back. The bride is preparing herself. He, the Holy Spirit is saying, you can't, as you prepare for the wedding, you can't do what you did last year. You can't hang with those people. You can't do that anymore. It's, uh, you're, it's time to put away.
those things that you did in that lifestyle, you're getting ready to meet your maker. You're getting ready to come to Jesus. I mean, he's coming soon. The marriage supper is getting ready to be prepared. Amen. Hallelujah. And his bride is getting ready. Hallelujah. She's putting those things. I so appreciated you shared what Pastor Kevin said when before we got married. We had that conversation. He said, you're engaged now. You can't do what you, it was a tough word, but he said, you're engaged now. You, you're engaged now. You're going towards covenant. There's an engagement in the spirit realm. Holy Spirit is engaging his people. Hallelujah, because he's coming soon. Amen. And he's engaging you. You can't do things that you did before. He's engaged because you're engaged and you're moving in to this, this meaning of Jesus in the air. Hallelujah. Amen. Aren't you? Because we are his portion. Amen. And he's the sanctifier. He's the one that sanctifies you and sanctifies me. So there is a seed this morning. There is a remnant in the land. Amen. There's a holy seed. Let's finish with Isaiah 6. Hallelujah. Because they quoted this at the, this has been one of mine that I've been, people don't read the end of this passage. It's all about the top. When they saw the glory of the Lord, they were changed. And that's well, and that's great. But I want to go to the end. Because after they saw the Lord, after the prophets saw the Lord, he said, send me. He said, who will go? He said, send me. And then the Lord said, go and tell the people. You hear indeed, but you don't understand. You see, but you don't perceive. We don't want our hearts to be seen and hearing and not acting on what we see or hear. We want to perceive what the Holy Spirit and then act on it. Faith acts, right? And he said, go and tell the people. You hear indeed and understand not and you see, but you're not perceiving. And make the heart of the people fat, make their ears heavy, shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and convert and be healed. And then said I, Lord, how long will this happen? And he answered, until cities are wasted. They'll be without inhabitants. There'll be houses even without man. The land will be utterly desolate. And the Lord will even remove men far away. And there will be a great forsaking in the midst of the whole land. But in the midst of all that's going on, there will be a tithe. There will be a tenth. Come on. It will return and it will be eaten. In other words, this, it might be bitter. You might, might what you, I'm saying to you might be bitter. You might not like what I'm saying when I'm talking about correcting this area or what. But it doesn't matter whether you like it. That lime, it might, it's bitter, but it's got vitamin C. It's got healing components. The oak tree has a, a, a strong, uh, forbearing uh, seed in it that weathers many years, hundreds of years. Amen. Hallelujah. So it says this tithe, this people, this remnant, you and me, there is a remnant. Glory to God. It shall be eaten. The substance that is in you is what people need to eat. What is your standard? What are you giving them? Uh, do you know your foundation in Christ? Do you know how to give an account to someone about your salvation? Do you, what is your, do you really know? What do you believe? Do you believe the Apostles' Creed, Nicene Creed? Do you believe that? You know, the Trinity, do you believe those tenets of the faith? Do you really believe them? Do you believe that Jesus bore your sicknesses and carried your diseases and by your, his stripes you were healed? Do you believe that? 
Because that's what only people are going to be able to eat from what you put in your heart and you lent. And so some of you, you haven't been acting on what you say you believe. And you will not be a substance for them to draw on. Only what you have, have multiplied, only what you have lived out will they be able to take from you. It will be the testimony that when God met us in this situation and God healed me when I called on the name of Jesus and when those tornadoes were coming against the house and Hannah and I were upstairs doing a Bible study and the two hurricanes were coming towards our house and we took authority over those tornadoes and they split and they took out the trees on each side of our house. Hallelujah, just two young girls in the, in the house doing a Bible study. But the tornado, the Holy Ghost, the tornado, the demonic uh, tornado trying to come and take our house out. But we rebuked it in the name of Jesus. And I said, Anna, that's how you do it. <laughs> it's not my name. It's the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Little did we know, we went out. Tree line, you could see that here. Tree line all down here. Tree line all down here. How, but our house was fine. Hallelujah. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember me telling that? Remember? Hallelujah. This isn't yesterday. Hallelujah. But he's taking us from glory to glory. Amen. And I know you have some of those testimonies too. Hallelujah. There might be a different type of tornado trying to come at your house. Drug addiction. But you rebuke it. In the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus. Amen. This is how we fight our battles. This is really how you do it. I'm not telling you something I, I've heard about. I'm telling you something I know. Something I've lived. I am a living epistle. I am a living. You are also a living epistle. And you are the seed that this nation needs today. You are the seed. Do not let your voice be silent as was uh, spoken to Esther. If you hold your peace over the deliverances of God that he's done for you, do not think that salvation won't come. It will come, but your house will not be kept. There is a mouthpiece that he has given each of us, and there is a voice that we have got to speak and declare of the salvations of the Lord and King. It's not religion. It's about a relationship. It's about our soon coming King. It's about our salvation that is nearer today than it was when we began. Amen. And receive it. Hallelujah. And testify in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I pray that this message, this word this morning blessed you. I receive it. I'm going to listen to it again so I can go hear it again. Amen. Hallelujah. Unless the seed dies, there's some dying of the flesh to testify about Jesus. There's some dying of people knowing some stuff you had to be delivered from. Pride acts like, oh no, nothing ever happens to me. I, you don't have to go very far to find what I got. Would need that God's had to deliver me. But you know, in every one of those situations, I testify. I testify of what God delivered me from. I testify of what God did in my children. Hallelujah. And you need to testify. People need to hear your testimony because we overcome by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony, and the third, we love not our lives. And what people think of us, even unto death. And some of you, you're more concerned for what people think of you than what Jesus think of you, thinks of you. He says, if you deny me before people, I'll deny you before the Father. That's a word. That's a scripture. If you, if you acknowledge me before men, I'll acknowledge you before the Father. We thank you, Father. Help us. We take hold of this. We repent. We repent, Lord. I repent. We change, Lord. Do a new work in us. Change us. Rearrange us. Blow your Holy Spirit. Wind. A wind of fire. Burn off the dross. 
set a fire in us. We don't want to be lukewarm. That you would spew us out of your mouth. We want to be hot on fire for you, God. Set a fire in us this day that cannot be quenched because you are a most vehement flame. And we give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the, the praise for all that you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Glory.